Excellent. Awesome. All right. So we got Batman Reborn on. Hopefully, D-Noise will be joining us shortly. And uh, hopefully, we'll just have a good, quick, uh, easy show about uh, a very important topic. You know, the most important topic. You know, nothing trumps salvation. You know, it's a... but, but it's something that people teach falsely on all the time. It's something people get wrong, don't understand. And and just like there's fake news out there about elections, COVID, and all that stuff, there's there's tons of, uh, you know, in the spiritual realm, if we could say that, there's tons of fake news about how to be saved. You know, Amen. what does that mean? Amen. Yeah, it's so interesting while we wait on, while we wait on D-Nice. Yeah, I'm getting saved at a young age as I... It was in being around Christians all the time, you know, Baptists around the brethren. It was so clear what the Bible teaches about salvation. And then you grow up and as you get more into the world, it is kind of mind blowing and staggering seeing how much apostasy there is, how much false teaching there is on the most important topic that exists in anyone's life and how much people want to teach you could go to any other religion and, and well i won't get it I'll, we'll save it all for for the actual round table but man it's mind-blowing and, and just sad how how bad it is out there yeah it is it looks like uh denoise is having a little bit of trouble logging on looks like he's gonna try again mm-hmm. but uh yeah hopefully he is able to connect and yeah it's it doesn't need to be a difficult issue. And I think, you know, if you if you already have the basis that like, yeah, I think there's a God, or mm-hmm. I do believe that, you know, God exists. The next step is, well, God communicated to us, right? It, he wouldn't make salvation a, a confusing thing. You know, maybe he wrote it down in the Bible, you know, in his word. Yeah. So, so possibly, we could find the answer in scripture and it's not this uh, a confusing difficult thing or whatever so so that's what i hope we'll we'll get into we'll see if he if he joins if not we'll uh save it for another time but gotcha but again critically important topic and and we talk about it all the time and stuff and and run into it's oh awesome here he is we got d noise on the line what is up what's going on guys all right, awesome. We got the crowd. We got three quarters of the crowd here. Sweet. So, born again, Batman and I were just talking about uh, salvation, just kind of the topic of of the show and this recording, and just so so I'll just jump out. What are, what are kind of the weird responses we hear about salvation, or some of the oddball things people say? Because you know, God told us how to be saved. In the Bible, you know, he didn't make it some mystery where you, you got to dig around and it's some complex thing, you know. But but what kind of answer here or, or, or weird, weird ideas about salvation? Who wants to go first? Either one. Just go. All right. All right. I'll have all right. On. Go. What do you got? Uh, well, hard, hard for me to say what's the weirdest because since I already know what the truth is, they're all weird to me. So one thing I'll say. <laughs> Right. Is, uh, the one that really frustrates me, which again, all of them frustrate me because none of them are the truth, all the false teachings. But when people say, oh, you got to earn your way to heaven, way to heaven. And it just blows my mind because what I, what I immediately think is, okay, then why did Jesus even die on the cross? Is his death in vain? If, if he, oh, 
let me just come and down the cross so you i can partially save you whatever that even means or i can start you on the path when the scripture even says has what started in the spirit is now made perfect by flesh or something along those lines i don't have the scripture pulled up in front of me right right galatians 3 3 yep and it just it blows my mind and it's really frustrating because i mean we're talking about damnable a damnable heresy you know people eternal hell and i don't think any of us can quite comprehend how serious that we all take it very seriously but i don't think we quite comprehend how serious that really is when we take think about not only eternity but also hell as it is as what the bible tells us it is and uh oh man it's it's just whack and it frustrating when people want to teach things that clear yeah are just just out there um yeah so so what is salvation you know someone says you know how do i get saved you know it's a pretty clear answer right we see that same question you know maybe we could find that answer by looking in the bible maybe somebody had that same question right and and so we got uh acts 16 right it's a great verse believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved right amen amen so Acts 16 the the philippian jailer says hey what must we do to be saved and they said believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house and they spake unto him the word of the lord and to all that were in his house so it's belief it's it's faith alone right and it's i i it bothers people that it's so simple or something that it's uh you know and this is unique to christianity every literally every other religion every uh heretical offshoot from Christianity as some kind of, uh, you know, you got to do your part. It's, it's all like, well, God did 80% or something, but, uh, but you a sinful person has to, has to kind of finish that. Right. Isn't that, isn't that what we see? Yeah. I, I think you see that with any religion besides, you know, true Christianity is, you having to earn your way or do your part or you know do something to to deserve your your afterlife or your salvation for sure yeah and it's just uh, like batman was saying it's just it's frustrating it's it's strange and i think there's i think a big part of it i mean why do you guys think that that's that people cling because we see people cling so tightly to works and and sometimes they'll slip works in they'll be real sneaky about it they'll be like oh yeah oh yeah faith alone yep as long as you keep doing this and this and this and this and this and it's like oh okay you know the true colors come out but you know it it seems to me like it's mostly pride i guess like like you know they want to get to heaven and say well i'm here because i did xyz abc whatever Right? Does that kind of seem what that sense is, or looks like Batman dropped off? I think we lost him, but uh, but hopefully he joins back in. But yeah, that's what I see. That it, it's a it's a pride thing. Is that is that what you think, or do you think it's more people just aren't familiar with the scriptures, or they read some other scripture that talks about doing good works? Plenty of that, and so they think, oh well, that must be how I'm saved, rather than being able to separate scriptures on salvation versus scriptures on uh what we do and we got batman back all right so what do you think uh d yeah i think 
pride's definitely a part of that. I think we're it, it's it almost seems too easy to just believe on on God and be saved. It seems like there's there's got to be more to that, or you know, we're we're so conditioned to having to you know do something for the things given to us that um, I think that's just kind of part of human nature to think that you of course have to do your part or have to earn it in some way Uh, i think that's definitely a big part of it for sure yeah yeah that's a great point because nothing else is like that i mean it's like a it's even a a saying or an idiom or something in economics that there's no free lunch you know Mm -hmm. nothing's for free so when when god writes to us and says the free gift of salvation it's like well, it can't be totally free, right? I mean, I got to do, I got to do something for it. And it, and so, yeah, that's a great point. It's hard to accept that the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is really as good as the Bible says it is. Mm-hmm. If right? I may add, yeah. if I may add real quick, because I did when it, I don't know how I disconnected, but I did hear you were asking what's the reason, uh, you know, people want or you know want salvation to be by works. And for me, the answer same thing. It was pride because that's that's the only thing I could think of. But I think D Nice uh, brought up a good point. I think you said something along the lines of human nature. You know, you got to work for things and earn things. And maybe you know, maybe I'm digging a bit, but I think this kind of this just got me thinking. And I think it leans into the lack of gift giving and therefore gift receiving within our, our society and, and just how we live now. And we're all workaholics. We want to work, learn everything. We're taught to earn everything. And that's good as far as earthly things. But I think we lose sight of, of well, gifts and what it means for something to be free when someone else pays for something and gives it to you and you choose to receive that or not, which usually we would, of course, accept it. And then when it comes to salvation, the most important gift of all, why wouldn't we accept it? You know, and usually I think there it's pride. Yeah, totally. Well said. And I think that, you know, critics of this fact, I mean, Scripture teaches this clearly, you know, all over the Bible, all over like Romans 623 for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So it's a gift and it is on us to simply receive that gift. And so critics will be like, well, that's, you know, that's, that's too easy. You know, if it was, you know, if it's really that easy, then everybody would do it. But, but it is easy, but people don't do it because they either, they want to earn it or, uh, I mean, again, I think it comes back to uh, pride. I think people don't realize their sin debt, their need for salvation. Uh, you know, I think to most people, they're, they are their own God. You know, they're, it's like, I don't want to uh, worship the God of the Bible because I want to make the rules. You know, I want to decide what's right and wrong and stuff like that. And so, so they reject it. So it's, it's not this easy believism because it's a major radical shift in worldview. You, you have to, to receive that free gift. You have to humble yourself and say, God, I am a sinner. Please save me. Uh, you know, I accept your gift of eternal salvation. And, and that, you know, that takes something. But uh, yeah, that, that requires something. Yeah, I think, um, I think another reason people may have an aversion to believing it's, it's really that easy or that that's all there is to it for salvation is um they see they see you know salvation through through uh you know faith alone as not having to do anything to earn it 
I think some people kind of twist that and almost see that as as saying you have a license to sin and a license to do whatever you want um, and just saying, you know, basically all you have to do is believe and then you can live your life and whatever sin you want, you know, don't have to follow the Bible at all. Um, they see it as like kind of a, a license to just to do whatever you want in life. Um, and I think that's part of why they may and want something that works too. Yeah. And something I've noticed just in my own personal observations, and it's probably the same for you guys, I would imagine, is what I, so what I've observed is that those who are correct on salvation, that it's by faith alone, that it's what the Bible says, those who are correct on salvation are the ones that usually hate sin the most and they always yes in sin and we we just we don't want it in our lives but we know that just because we cannot defeat sin it doesn't mean we're not saved because again as i was talking about with the gifts god jesus god in the flesh the son of god came to earth and paid that price so it it's free for us it wasn't free for christ someone did pay the debt and now he offers uh payment for that debt and if you know there's only two ways to pay for the wages of your sin go to hell for eternity or accept salvation there's the only two ways and uh well anyway i'm getting off track but what i've noticed and i'm sure it's the same at y'all's churches i imagine with faith alone guys that are right on salvation we hate sin we don't want it in our lives we, we battle it every day uh, resist the old man uh embrace the new man you know we must decrease so, so christ will increase yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, a. It's so funny that that's such a common objection. That well, if you if it's that easy, then you can just go do whatever you want. And it's like, <laughs> and if you're really saved, you're going to be so grateful to Jesus Christ. You're not going to think like that. You know, I mean, we're all going to blow it. We're all going to mess up. But uh, you know, that objection was dealt with in Scripture. You know, people need to read their Bibles. And, and like Paul writes in Romans six, he's saying. Uh, uh, what does he say? That uh, he says, "What shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace?" God forbid. He's saying, I mean, he answers that. He's like, "Well, should you sin because you know you don't need to earn salvation?" Well, no, of course not. Don't do that. That's obviously the wrong way to go. But uh, people struggle. You know, I mean, isn't that hilarious? That's just hilarious to me. It's like, oh, weird. This weird objection that you just came up all by yourself. Like, wow, I wonder if anybody's ever thought of that before. Oh, yeah, it's in the Bible. You know, <laughs> don't, should we sin? Well, no, of course we shouldn't. And then the very next chapter of Romans talks about Paul, you know, you know, the greatest Christian ever that evangelized, you know, Europe and, and the Middle East and all of that and wrote 13 books of the Bible and stuff and he's struggling with sin in Romans 7. It's like, I I don't do what I want to do and what I want to do, I don't do, oh, wretched man that I am. And so he's struggling with that. So, uh, which is great to see, it's, it's really encouraging that somebody is as great and, and as blessed as Paul would have struggles. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really encouraging. And so did everybody else in the Bible, you know, everybody you could name, you know, David, you know, Abraham and Moses, all these guys. Um, so yeah, the objection was already answered a long time ago in scripture. And yep. yeah, I, I just think it's funny that, that people just go to that. <laughs> Agree. You know, it's, it's, that's all they got. Another thing I hear and, and going, uh, soul winning one time, it was literally two houses 
back to back. We knocked on their doors and, and we mentioned, uh, we told them the gospel. And, and they both houses, I don't know if they called each other right away as we were coming, their best buddies or something. But they were like, well, what about mass murderers? He just, uh, you know, he's forgiven and he's okay or whatever. And it's like, I've personally never met a mass murderer that professed Christ as Lord. You know, I, I don't know that anybody has, first what's, of all. What's funny, sorry to interrupt, but what's funny if someone did uh, kill a bunch of people, I mean, again, did Christ die in vain? Not saying it, I'm not even saying that person should, obviously I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, and I'm not even saying that person is saved because I don't know. Because as we know in James two, we see we prove our faith is proven to others by our works because we cannot see the heart as God can. Right. So someone was a mass murderer, I would probably assume they're not saved. But if someone is indeed saved and they murdered, I don't know how many people. I mean, who knows what kind of situation they even got in in the first place? Mm -hmm. Did Christ die in vain? Is is Christ like, well, you're a mass murderer. Sorry, that's sin that I just don't cover. <laughs> right. So, anyway, sorry to interrupt you, but no, no, that's a that's a great point. It's like, yeah, it's like people have a that's a, that's another it brings up something else. It's like people have too low a view of what Christ did. Amen. You know, he said it is finished. He didn't say, well, I did most of it. I did the hard part. Or, I mean, like you said in the beginning, why did Christ die if, if we got to earn salvation anyway? You know, it, it's, it's absurd. It's crazy. Looks like we just lost Batman again. That's all right. I'm sure he'll come back. Um, anything else on that, D? Um, no, yeah. I think, I think the mass murder one something a lot of people like to throw at you when you say it's not by works or it's by faith alone that... Um, you know, well, you can't just go out and kill a bunch of people. Like, um, you know, not that all sin's equal, but anybody that all, all sin tarnishes us and makes us to where, you know, we can't get to, yep. to heaven through our work. So, right. um, yeah, I, I, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of times people that would be inclined to commit a crime like that are probably you know reprobates and yep beyond the hope of salvation but um there's you know there's no limit to god's grace for sure amen <laughs> right right yeah I, totally I figured out how to stop dropping it when my phone screen locks because it's just sitting here for so long then it drops me out so i'll just touch the screen every now and then and i shouldn't drop out oh gotcha okay cool yeah, it's kind of the mass murderer thing. It's kind of a silly example. And and it doesn't even have to be that extreme of a, an example. People do this all the time with, well, can God save that? I mean, I literally heard this. The guy said, well, is God going to save that person? What if what if he goes and has a cigarette? You know, is he still saved? You know, some people choose silly things where it's like, man, is that all it takes to you know, not be saved? This is a, a cigarette or something. But people always think that other sin other people's sin is worse. It's like, well, I'm good enough that, you know, the person doing that sin that I don't have a problem with, well, there's no way they can be saved or whatever. And and again, you know, that's ego, that's pride and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, that's just... That person wants to be the judge instead of letting God and therefore the Bible be the judge. Yeah, yeah, amen. Absolutely right. And and it's just it's just funny how, how people do that. And 
And another thing, and so sometimes, just to kind of slightly switch subjects, people will also say that uh, you're saved by faith alone, but they'll say that you can lose your salvation. Hmm. And, and then so if you can lose your salvation, well, then what did you have to do to keep it? You know, what what's that line? How many good works does it take? You know, how many F-bombs before I lose salvation? You know, there's all these questions that the Bible never even addresses yep. because you can't lose your salvation. And, and again, I think it's the same thing where people have a too low a view of Christ's work on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection, that he said it was finished. You know, but but people slip in works to say that, well, I have to I have to do good works to maintain my salvation, right? And and, and that's not true either. You know, the people that understand that it's uh, by faith alone are ones that do want to do works. You know, they want to please God, and uh, you know, generally speaking, of course. And so, so that's one that bothers me. And it bothers me that they'll go to Hebrews six, and Hebrews is admitted, admittedly a difficult book in the New Testament, probably the most difficult one. It's the most difficult to read in Greek, and it's uh, you know it can be a challenging uh, book. But they'll go to Hebrews six. Uh, and use that or anything. People do this all the time. They'll go to a difficult piece of scripture or as we recently we've seen uh, people go to like a parable or something like that and use that to try and overrule clear scripture that says yep. we have eternal life, right? Any other thoughts on that? Do you have Hebrews 6 pulled up, the verse you're talking about? Or no? Uh, yeah, I can pull it up real quick. Okay. And yeah, well, they'll... Go ahead. I don't have a, a lot of thoughts on it. I know that I say, but I mean, you kind of made the point. Jesus said it is finished. And it, I mean, that should be enough right there. But also if someone claims faith alone, salvation by faith alone, and then it's saying you have to maintain good works or don't do bad works. Well, hang on. Is it faithful? Is it not? Like it, that's such a clear contradiction. And anyone mm -hmm. going to at least try to be intellectually honest I would hope can see that clear contradiction and you're clear if you're doing that you're clearly clearly relying on your works and i hope that you already had been saved at one point and you're just being misled and and instead of you having never been saved and just relying on your works from the beginning it's just clear it's clear as day yeah it's it is hard, it's almost hard to refute because of how clear it is but that's just my opinion on it Right, right. It's like, do we have eternal life when we're saved, or do we have temporary life? You know, First John five thirteen. I got that up. Beautiful verse. Uh, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Amen. Right. I, I mean, it's crystal clear. I don't want to add another. So another thing people try to bring up, and I think the verse you just read, First John five thirteen. I think this shoots it down. People will try to say, oh, well, you don't get eternal life until you die. But I think that verse right there that says, I, I may, hopefully I don't misquote it, even though you just said it. I, I think it you said, um, can you read 1 John 5.13 again for us, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. And that so, you may believe on the name of the Son of God. What that tells me is that if you believe on the name of the Son of, uh, of the Son of God, you have eternal life. Not you will have it when you die, because I've heard this argument recently. Oh, it's not until you die. It's not until you've completed the race that now you're given eternal life. I believe 
clear, I think it's clear as day. That verse right there tells you that if you believe on the Son of God, you have eternal life, not you will have. Right, right. It's a past tense thing. We have eternal life the moment we believe. Uh, and there's plenty of other verses on that. Um, Colossians talks about, um, let's see if I can pull up the verse, but Colossians talks about saying that we've been transferred to his kingdom, another past tense thing, or translated into the uh, the kingdom of God. And so, again, it's Colossians 1.13. It says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. It's a done deal. Right? Done. All right. Okay. Uh, one last thing I want to bring up. We're about 25 minutes. want to try and keep it around... A half hour, not take up too much of everybody's time. Um, repentance. What? Why is repent of your sins wrong? Why is that false? Why should we not say repent of your sins? You want to take it, D? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's something I see creep in a lot of places, including a lot of Baptist circles. I mean, you know, you have... Billy Graham, probably one of the most famous quote preachers, end quote, out there who constantly preached that. And um, you have a couple verses in the Bible that I think people like to point to to say that. But um, it, it's pretty obvious that, you know, that that's works. Um, and what is it? Jonah uh, at 310 talks about how God sees that as works. Um, I don't have it pulled up at the moment, but um, basically, you know, he talks about how when the people, um, you know, turn from their ways, turn from their sin, God saw their works and repented of the evil he planned to do to them. So I feel like that's pretty clear that he sees that as works. Um, how would you know if, you know, if you repented enough, um, you know, there's no like, it's it's just so so vague to me, repenting of your sin. And it's sin something we all struggle with that it's hard to, to like, to have a clear way of knowing if you've really repented of your sins. Um, and yeah, that's, that's definitely something that I see as works. I think one of the, um, one of the main verses that people like to point to um, when they talk about that is uh, Acts 1730. Um, if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, and the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Um, so I think a lot of people like to just kind of infer, um, you know, anytime the Bible mentions repenting, that it, it's talking about sin, but you know, God repents more than anyone else in the Bible. So um, it's pretty clear that repenting just means to turn from one, you know, one position or one, um, you know, one road you're heading down and then head go to another. So um, yeah. there's nowhere where it actually says repent of your sins anywhere in the King James Bible. And um, so, yeah, I just I think a lot of that is just people twisting scripture and and not really understanding it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing is, if it's if repent is understood as turning, 
And if people say you must repent of your sins to be saved, so I have to turn. It's it's like you know some of the preachers used to say turn or burn, right? Turn or burn. You know, turn from whatever sin you're doing, or you're gonna burn. And it's like, well, which sin do I have to repent of or turn from, or you know, how many? All of them? You know, do I have to, you know, be a perfect person and then I can、uh, believe and be saved? Or you know, it makes it really confusing. So it's,、mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not a phrase that that I think we should use. You know, repent is one thing, but don't add to scripture. You know, even if it's just a few words. You know, say sin is bad. Of course, saying repent of sin. No, we repent in that we we turn to God. We stop trusting in ourselves and whatever,、uh, and and we turn to God. You know, we put our faith in God is is really what repentance is. So, absolutely, yeah. I think a lot of the times,、um, well, almost every time that repents used in a context where people like to point to that and say, "See, you have to repent of your sins."、Um, They're they're talking about、uh, a disbelief in God, or you know, adding God to、um, their beliefs, and we have to have you know full faith and trust in God and what He did. We can't just you know add that along with other beliefs or you know other gods we follow. So、um, anytime you really see that in the Bible, that's what they're talking about. And, We do have to repent from disbelief, but、um, you won't ever see that just talking about sin in general. Yeah. Two 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 quick things because I know we're running very long time. So two quick things I just want to add real quick. The first one, it's kind of a different topic, but it is re- related to salvation and sin. And I just want to address this because I know a lot of people bring this up and, and they think you just can't refute it.、Uh, anyway, it, it's oh, if you're saved, you won't sin anymore. And my problem with this, first of all, the scripture that says, "If we say we have no sin, then we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us." I was thinking about recently, and I want to bring it up. If same point, this isn't the second point yet.、Uh, this is still regarding the sin and salvation. If someone, and this is hypothetical, if someone has not sinned in a whole week, okay, there's this one guy who has not sinned in a whole week. You have another guy next to him. He has not sinned in a whole year. Which one of those guys is without sin? How long does it take? How long do you have to go without sinning to finally be without sin? Well, the answer is you're you have sin. You've sinned in your life. You've transgressed the law. If we, I mean, I already quoted the scripture. It's clear as day that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. So、yep. when someone says、oh, you're saved, you won't sin. Well, where does Do I have to go five years, ten years? <laughs> yeah. Makeup thing. And then the other point I just wanted to add real quick. Yeah. Because since I already brought it up earlier, and maybe we can address it next week really quickly. Even is、uh, looks like we lost D as well. Is just the Hebrew six thing because maybe it got read when I dropped out, but I don't think we ever addressed it. But if we want to wait till next week, that way we can study it. But either way, I want to address it since it did get brought up. At some point, I want to address it, whether it's today or, or next week. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. We can look at that. We can, and Hebrews six is just one example, but there's plenty of examples where where、uh, work salvationists will use different things. Hebrews six is just one of many examples where they have a misunderstanding, and it's just important to separate the you know the biblical exhortation and encouragement to do good works、yep. from salvation. I mean, they're separate things. 
and and even baptism that was the first heresy this side of uh the judaizers and judaism was that uh, of baptismal regeneration you know it's the first work that a christian should do is get baptized the first uh ordinance that a christian should do and uh that's not part of the gospel though that's something we should do the gospel is faith alone and salvation and there's many verses we can look at about that and and hopefully we can we can look at all that stuff uh in future shows so Amen. yeah we'll save some of that for next time but uh thanks for coming on super appreciate it great talking with you guys thanks for talking to you and d he had to drop off i guess but uh yeah let's do it again soon yeah hey it was it was awesome i appreciate the the chance to be here all right awesome have a good night all right you as well see y'all bye